Welcome to Daily Defining Moments. This is Pastor Allen, and I'm so glad you're with me. Our goal each day is to help you open your Bible and connect with Jesus. Remember, before I begin my day, God has something to say. We're reading through the New Testament portion of the one-year Bible in the New Living Translation. Today is November 30th, and our reading comes from 1 John chapter 1. Now remember, The book of 1 John is written by the disciple whom Jesus loved, the same person who wrote the Gospel of John. Of course, the Gospels are Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, the first four books of the New Testament, and they are about the life and the ministry of Jesus. Well, now John comes back years later while in exile on the island of Patmos, being punished by the Roman government, and he writes the book of 1 John to encourage and strengthen the church. And he begins by basically giving us his credentials, helping us to understand he is an eyewitness. He's not just a, a religious teacher. He spent three years walking with Jesus, doing life and ministry with Jesus, witnessing God in the flesh. So he begins this letter by helping you to understand that, to give credibility to all that he's about to teach us. He's not a teacher. He is an eyewitness of the life and the ministry, the person of Jesus. Watch what he says. He says, we proclaim to you the one who existed from the beginning. So Jesus was not created. He is eternal God who was then born into the world, entered into Uh, to our world and took on human flesh, but he's always existed, whom we have heard and seen. We saw him with our own eyes and touched him with our own hands. He is the word of life. This one who is life itself was revealed to us and we have seen him. And now we testify and proclaim to you that he is the one who is eternal life. He was with the Father, and then He was revealed to us. We proclaim to you what we ourselves have actually seen and heard, so that you may have fellowship with us. And our fellowship is with the Father and with His Son, Jesus Christ. We're writing these things so that you may fully share our joy. So He begins with His credentials, and then He explains His purpose. His purpose is that we'd have fellowship with God that we'd walk with God, that we'd learn to live in the presence of God, that we'd be part of the family of God, and the joy, the life of God would flood our soul. So that's John's purpose. Again, just like us, we want you to be with Jesus so that you'll become like Jesus and begin doing what Jesus did. And as we take that journey together, as God's kingdom is growing in us, as we're learning to live in the presence of God, then we experience abundant life. His joy is made full in us. And then he says this, verse five, this is the message we heard from Jesus. And now declare to you, God is light and there's no darkness in him at all. So we're lying if we say we have fellowship with God, but go on living in spiritual darkness. We are not practicing the truth, but if we are living in the light, As God is in the light, then we have fellowship with each other, and the blood of Jesus, His Son, cleanses us from all sin. Boy, 
John just said a mouthful. Several things there. He says, first, we cannot claim to be a Christian and then live like the world. We can't claim to be a Christian and then live in rebellion and immorality. If we claim that we're a Christian, if we claim we live in God's presence, if we claim we walk with God, if we claim to have fellowship with the light, then we cannot at the same time live in darkness. Listen, here's the deal. Light and darkness cannot coexist. Have you ever been in the darkness? When you turn on the light, when you turn on the light, the darkness goes away, right? You you cannot live in darkness and light at the same time. You are either living in the light and the light dispels the darkness or you're living in the darkness and you have shut out the light, but you can't do both. You can't claim to live in the light and walk in the darkness. That's what John is saying. We have to make a decision. Are we going to live and walk in the light or are we going to live and walk in the darkness? And in the light, we get to live our best life. And that's what John is going to be inviting us into in this passage. And then he says that when we do this, that we have fellowship with one another. Listen, when we're walking in the light, then our relationships work because they're based on the truth that they're they're led and empowered by the Spirit and God is producing His fruit, His spiritual life, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, self-control. He's producing all of that in our life and it makes our fellowship, our relationships with each other grow and flourish. But if we're in the darkness, guess what? Our relationships fail. The life of God is not there. In the darkness, we are selfish and desperate and clinging and driven by our flesh. And all of that is working against our relationships. So listen, the key, the key to strengthening our relationships is not managing our behavior, but living in the light. It's growing in Christ. As we all grow in Christ, our relationships begin to to grow and to flourish. They become very healthy because Christ is at the center of it all. But if we get away from Christ, we begin to live for ourselves. We begin walking in darkness and our relationships begin to break down. So it's so important that we stay in the light. And then finally, it says when we're living in the light, we can trust that the blood of Jesus has cleansed and washed away our sin. Now, again, we cannot live in the darkness and then claim his blood has washed away our sin. Right? So we're either living in the light and we have faith in his son and his blood has washed away our sin, or we're living in the darkness, and we're really trusting ourselves, and we shouldn't be trusting in the blood of Jesus because we've not made application yet. We've got to walk in the light. Verse 8, if we claim we have no sin... We're only fooling ourselves and not living in the truth. But if we confess our sins to him, he's faithful and just to forgive our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Isn't that good news? If we claim we have not sinned, we're calling God a liar and showing that his word has no place in our hearts. So we've all sinned. 
You know, Romans 3.23 says, all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. In fact, I've never met a person who claimed to be without sin. And so John says, if you claim to be without sin, you're, you're a liar. You're not being honest with yourself in the condition of your own heart. But if we confess our sin, if we bring our sin to Jesus and confess our sin and trust in Christ for forgiveness and mercy and grace, he says he will forgive us and he will cleanse us. Isn't that good? We're not just forgiven. We're forgiven and cleansed. He wants to lead us into the light, lead us into freedom and holiness and transformation. So if we'll confess our sin to God, if we'll admit that I'm a sinner and trust in Christ, he will forgive our sin and he will cleanse us from unrighteousness, lead us into life, into transformation, into holiness, into abundant life. Isn't that good news? Man, God has been so good So let's pray about this. Father, thank you so much for these promises. God, we want to live in the light, not in the darkness. We want to live in the light. God, we want our relationships to flourish. We want to receive your forgiveness and mercy and grace. God, we want you to transform us from the inside out. God, we want to walk in all that you have for us to experience abundant life for your kingdom, your heart to grow in us. God, we don't want to walk in darkness. So God, today we repent and turn away from the darkness and we turn to you, the light. And God, we open our hearts to you. We ask you to to produce your life in us. God, help us to love and to know you more. Help us, God, to to walk in freedom and grace and peace. God, we we just open our hearts and we just invite you to have your way for your kingdom to come, your will to be done in our lives as it is in heaven. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Well, thanks for being with me today. Hope that encourages you. And remember, before I begin my day, God has something to say. We'll see you again tomorrow.